Hello there, and welcome back to the Mets Council Podcast, your podcast for counseling regarding the New York Mets. And today, Kodai Senga is a New York Met. We have our number three starter. We're all set. We are ready to go. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how that affects this year's team. Maybe how that affects next year's team. Uh, there's a free agent coming out next year. I've mentioned it before. And I think our chances just got that much better. Um, so yeah, Kodai Senga, if you don't know, he was in uh, the Japanese league. Um, and the Mets signed him for five years, $75 million a year. Uh, no, not... Blech. No, I don't know. That would be a terrible deal. $75 million for the deal, $15 million a year, which is a great deal. Um, there's also a no-trade clause and an opt-out following uh, the 2025 season. So an opt-out after three years. Um, yeah, $15 million a year, five years, three if he, you know, if he opts out. Um well, what do I think about this? Let's let's see some of his stats here. Um, so last year he had like 100, 148 innings pitched, right? The year before that, 111, 180 in 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 twenty nineteen. Um, ERA wise, last year his ERA was one eight nine. Which, which is great, right? That's awesome. Um, he had a uh, 1041 whip. I I think, obviously, Senga is a risk. This is a risk um, because he's coming over from Japan. And coming over from Japan is like coming is like a prospect being called up from the minors in the sense that it is such a big shift. It's such a big change, right? From going from AAA to the major leagues is such a big change. Um, the the amount of, of talent that is in the major leagues is crazy. It's actually crazy. So it is a big shift. Um, it's a big change, but I... Again, I believe I believe in our team now. I believe in the analytics of our team. Um, I believe there's a reason why Billy Epler loves Senga, loves uh, Buck, loves Senga. Um, I think there's a reason. I I don't think we're just picking him to hopefully do well. Um, I, I mean, obviously that's what we're doing, but I think they have some numbers behind it. And they've checked, and they have a good feeling that he's going to turn out well. So, that, I I know it's a risk, but the upside is, is tempting. And I think the deal that we got, right, he got $15 million. That's, that's right around what Taiwan Walker got, right? I think a little bit less. I think Taiwan got like 18 or 17 doesn't matter basically it's around the same right he's getting paid per year the same amount that around the same as tywin walker so of course yeah sure i'll take the risk on senga 
if you're paying, we were going to pay Taiwan Walker that. Let's let's pay Senga that, and and maybe he could be an ace. Maybe he'll be the next you Darvish. You know, you never know what can happen. I love this move so much because we're not counting on him to be our number one pitcher. We're not signing him to replace um, our our number one pitcher that shall not be named. We're signing him to replace our number three, to replace Bassett, right? We have Verlander, we have Scherzer in front of Senga. Senga just needs to to pitch over 100 innings. And if he has a, a, a 3 5 ERA, you know, 3 5, you know, 350, 370 ERA around there, I think that's fine. Um, anything better than that is extra. And that is awesome, right? If he turns out to be an ace, <laughs> then that's great. That's awesome. That's we have three aces on our team, and that's amazing. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to see him play. I thought we had very little chance. Um, usually Japanese players like to stay on the West Coast because it's closer to Japan. Um, and I thought, well, the Giants have been what like over for three on free agents. They were in on Judge. They were in on Nimmo. Uh, they, they were in on all these players, and they haven't gotten their big fish yet. So I thought, oh, maybe it'll be Senga. Also, the Padres, also on the West Coast, and they have you Darvish, and they have that infielder Kim as well. You know, maybe, maybe he'll go to the Padres. I, I don't know. They could use a pitcher, too. And I thought we had very little chance, to, to be completely honest. To be completely honest, I thought, I mean, we're a good team, and we can overpay him, but... You know, we're on the East Coast. Is he willing to go to the East Coast? I don't know. Is he willing to go to the East Coast, or is he willing to go to the West Coast on a team with a legendary Japanese pitcher is already there, you Darvish? You know, I don't know. Apparently, he's willing to do it. Um, he's willing to come to New York, and I love it. It's great. I'm so excited to see him pitch. I, I want to see him throw. He, he has this kind of like... This, this, like, splitter-esque, I think it's called the ghost forkball, which just seems, like, unfair. It just seems really cool. Um, cool to watch. He was, um, in 2017 World Baseball Classic, he pitched for Japan against us, against America, and he struck out. It was Hosmer, who was good at the time, McCutcheon, who was good at the time, and Posey, um... So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And it also struck out Stanton as well in the next inning. Um, so that's impressive. That is impressive. And obviously, he can't go his whole career based on that one thing. But, you know, I, I think, like I said, he just needs to be a middle-of-the-road starter. And if he's anything more, awesome. Perfect. That's great. Right? We wouldn't pay Taiwan Walker that $15 million. He just needs to be just as good as Taiwan Walker. If he's better than Taiwan, Awesome. You know, that's why I, I love this signing, because we're not signing him to be a number one pitcher. We're not putting all of our, um, you know, everything in, into one bag. We have Senga, and, and you know what? We have a lot of depth, too. If Senga doesn't work out, we that's why we signed Quintana. You know what you're going to get with Quintana, um, and that's why we have Peterson, and that's why we have McGill and Lucchese as the six, seven, and eight starters. Um we have these guys that are competent major leaguers. So, yes, this is a risk, 
but we have competent major leaguers to back to back this up, right? In, in case it doesn't work out. Um, so I love it, and I love it even more. I I love the second thing because there's there's really no one else out there, right? You could re-sign Bassett, which I would have been my number two move. If if the Padres got Senga, I'd say we got to go hard on Bassett. We got to get Bassett. Um, you could do everything you can to get him. Unless there's some sort of trade that I didn't know about. Right? There could have been a, a, a pitcher of that caliber that was uh, on the trade market. But obviously the Mets thought Senga was better if there was. Um, you know, th- those are the top three pitchers left. Were Rodon, Senga, and Bassett. And we were not going to get Rodon. Rodon's asking for a lot for seven years and... You already got Verlander. It was it was Verlander or Rodon. It wasn't both of them. Um, so it really was Senga or or Bassett. And I mean, I like Bassett. I think he he, he was a great pitcher. But I think they're going for the upside here. Um, like I said, the worst worst comes to worst. We just need him to be as good as just like a three five ERA, and we're fine. We're fine. Um, anything more than that, and it's great. It's wonderful. Um, and I really like this move. Not only do, do I think it benefits the 2023 Mets, right? Because right now our rotation is Verlander, Scherzer, Senga, Quintana, and Cookie. Um, and then you also have, like I said, Peterson, McGill, and Lucchese to, to back them up. Um, but I think this could benefit the 2024 Mets. I really think it can. Um, Shohei Otani is a free agent after the 2023 season. And this this can only help. It can only help that we have Kodai Senga on our team um, to draw Otani in. I think, this is what I think, I think... Steve Cohen saw that. He saw, oh, Otani's going to be free agent in a couple of years. And I think if there was a how to build a team to draw Otani in for dummies book, it would tell you to do exactly what they, they've been doing, right? First of all, he got Billy Epler, who Billy Epler, if you didn't know, was the Angels GM who originally signed Shohei Otani. So Shohei Otani and Billy Epler already know each other, right? They already have a relationship, which is great. That is good. That's a foot in the door right there. That's what we want. Um, And then we signed Justin Verlander, which, you know, along with Justin Verlander, has his whole group there with, with Kate Upton and Ben Verlander, his brother as well. Ben Verlander and an avid Shohei Otani enjoyer, um, always sings Otani's praises, which is a good thing to have. He's going to talk about the Mets a little bit more, more now that his brother's on the Mets. You know, maybe that helps Otani a little bit. Probably not. The other two things are probably bigger. And then having Kodai Senga, who's from Japan. Um, Otani is from Japan. You know, I like it. I really like it. I, I think this is a formula to try to draw him in. And, of course, Steve Cohen has the money. He could just pay him whatever he wants. Uh, pay him whatever he wants. The 2024 rotation could th- this rotation could the rotation could look like this in 2024. Verlander, Scherzer, because personally I do not think Scherzer's going to opt out. He's not going to get that money anywhere else. I don't. I don't think so. 
I, I do not think it would be wise of him to opt out because I don't see any other place that's going to get that money. So I tr- truthfully think it's going to be Verlander, Scherzer, and then you could have Otani as your number three and Senga as your number four, and then like Peterson as your five because Cookie's gone. <laughs> oh, no, you have Quintana. You have Quintana as number five. So in a year, Senga could be your number three, your number four pitcher in a year. Um, you know, I'm not saying that that's this is absolutely going to happen. I'm not saying this is a definite that you can 100% rely on this. I just think we have a pretty damn good chance of getting Shohei Otani next year. We have the richest owner in baseball. He's proved over the last nine days, right? (laughs) Nine days ago, we did not have Justin Verlander. We did not have all these other amazing players that we just signed. Nine days ago, the Mets offseason looked completely different which is crazy to think of, that they did all of this stuff in nine days. It's not even halfway through December yet. The, the offseason is, isn't even halfway over yet, and and we're almost done, right? We got all the big, difficult things done already, which is great, right? We, you know, maybe add a bullpen arm here or there, and maybe add a fourth outfielder, but we needed... A number one starter, we got one. We needed a number three starter, we got one. We needed a number four or five starter, we got one. Right? We got all these things. And that's great. That's awesome. Um I love it. It's it's just last night, right? I was trying to go to sleep, right? This 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 news broke at like midnight on uh what what was that? That would have been Saturday the tenth of of December. It broke. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't go to sleep because I was just smiling and just laughing at the the possibility, the possibility of a 2024 Mets rotation that has Shohei Otani as your number three pitcher and Senga as your number four. That's insane. That's crazy. And I love Otani because I think he's already a guaranteed Hall of Famer. No one, not even Babe Ruth. Babe did it for one year and not to the extent that Otani is doing it. No one's done it like Otani. I I think if 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 the Mets sign him, he's and he has a few good years as a Met, he's in the Hall of Fame as a Met. <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame as a Met. Um he and as much as I love him, you let Vogelback go this year, right? You play him for 2023, and his contract's over. You let him go, and Otani's your permanent DH, and you never have to worry about DH. You never have to worry about DH. You never have to worry about one of your rotation spots. Bing, bam, boom, you're done. Awesome. We got that. We got a little more power that people wanted in the lineup. It's great. That is great. That's what I want. And I And like I said... I think this is one step closer to that. Um, so that's why I love Senga. I love Senga because his upside is much higher than anyone else on the market here that, that's available. You know, maybe you can argue Rodon has a little bit better upside, but we weren't going to get him anyway. We already got Verlander. His upside is, is, is larger than Bassett or um, larger than Taiwan was, or whatever, and he's being paid less than probably going to 
be paid less than what Bass is getting. We don't know what Bass is getting or where he is, where he's going to go, but Senga's getting paid less than Taiwan Walker, and Taiwan's going to Philly, and he's susceptible to the home run. How do you think that's going to go? Um, you know, <laughs> a pitcher susceptible to a home run in a home run hitter's park? Um, you know, who knows? Maybe they see something in him, but I like Senga. I think Senga was the best choice out there for your number three starter. And like I said, that's the thing, is he's number three. He's not one, he's not two, he's three, which is great because it's a perfect, to me, it is the perfect spot to take a risk on. Because um, like I said, he, he just needs to be as good as Bass. He just needs to eat 100 plus innings and, and you know, have 350 ERA and he's fine and, and we're fine. You know, if he's better than that or eats more innings than that, awesome. Right? It's a good, to me, it's a good position to take a risk on. Um, especially with all the depth we have behind him and everything. I love it. I think it's great. I love that Steve Cohen is, he's really just going all in now. Right? He's, he's going for it. Uh, he already blew past the tax. He's going past it even more. <laughs> so... I'm, I have no complaints. I'm super excited to see Senga. Um, I, I really am. I'm excited to see Senga. I'm excited to see, I, I feel like this is going to be a new, like, like a breath of fresh air in it. Um, in just the Mets fandom and everything. It's, it's great. It is really great over the last, not even two weeks, how different the team has, has been. Um, and, and now we're paying taxes like crazy, um, it, but it doesn't matter because we have the the richest owner in baseball. <laughs> we have the owner who who paid Guy Fieri to teach him how to cook. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> who cares? Um, it's great. It really is great. Um, I, like I said, I literally, I just couldn't go to sleep last night. I was just laughing. I was laughing like like, like a James Bond villain. Like, just laughing at the possible 2024 rotation. And I mean, we could trade for Otani, either now or at the deadline. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I, I don't, personally, I don't think we have the prospect capital to trade him. And I don't think we would anyway. Um... Because why not just wait a year and and sign him? Uh, yeah, you take the risk that some other team trades for him. Some other team extends him. But is that really going to happen? Is Otani going to you know be extended and not hit the free agent market? Seeing what Trey Turner got and, and what all these guys are getting, right? Who are getting 10-year deals into their, almost into their 40s. You really don't think Otani's going to want to become a free agent? <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, why not? See what Turner got and and Judge got and uh, the, thou who shall not be named in Texas got right. See what all those guys got and Otani is better and and younger than those guys. And he does two things. He does two things: <laughs> pitches and and he hits. You really don't think Otani's gonna want to be free agent? Again, I could be wrong. Could be completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be traded somewhere and extended. 
You never know. That's why, uh, you know, it has to happen. <laughs> Just like the games, there's a reason why the baseball games were played. Well, there, there's a reason why Otani isn't already a man, right? We have to wait and see what happens. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, so we'll see. I just, I'm like, I'm just happy. I'm just, I, I'm just so thankful for Steve Cohen. Really am. Um, not only is the rich, he, he is the richest owner in baseball, but he's actually spending. He's actually spending the money. Um, you know, there, there are all these other people on Twitter. They're complaining that the Mets are spending money. Why are they spending money? You know, oh, this is bad for the game of baseball. They're driving the prices up, blah, blah, blah. Well, two things. One, the Dodgers have been doing it for the last 10 years, right? They, they have had $300 million payrolls. They, they've done it. They've had it in the last 10 years. They've done it multiple times. I'm pretty sure so So have the Yankees, too. And second of all, every single owner in baseball can spend money. They're just choosing not to. They're choosing to make a profit instead of putting into the team. That's something the Wilpons never understood. And I think Steve Cohen understood right away. The Wilpons never understood that if you invest into the team more, you get more from it. Um... You know, that's why they would sign Todd Frazier and Jose Bautista five years after he was good. And, and Adrian Gonzalez five years after he was good. And James Loney and all these players, right? That's why they would sign those players. That's why Steve Cohen, right off the bat, made a statement, traded for Lindor, signed him right away. That's why Steve Cohen brought back the black jerseys. Because he realized, well, if we spend the money to bring back the black jerseys, people are going to buy them. You know, old-timers day, sold out. That game was a sold-out game. The Keith Hernandez number retirement was a sold-out game. He is smart. He's investing into the team, right? Not only with the players, not only with the coaches, um, with the new scoreboard this season, with the um, the speakeasy club coming this season, right? He did it with the, that deli photo op, which was cool. Um, he's in fact, he realizes if I invest into the team, I get back. I get I get back what I put in. <laughs> and that's great. That's awesome. Um, you know, sure, are ticket prices going up? Yes. Are concession prices going up? Yes. Um, I'm not going to... If Shohei Otani's a Met... I mean, already, Justin Verlander, Kodai Senga are Mets. I can't complain. It... If you raise the price because you're making the team better, I'm all for that. I don't care. Um, I'm all for that. Um, if you make the quality on the field better, whether that be with the coaching staff, which he's done with Hefner and and getting Jeff Albert and getting Eric Chavez and getting Buck Showalter, getting all these guys, getting Harrison Friedland, the, the, the replay guy that I love. He's awesome. Um, what do you do with that? Whether you do it with getting the players, whether you, you're doing it with making the, the experience better. He's just, he's adding. He's just adding to the, to the, right? It's awesome how much better he's making the experience. He's not just in it to make a profit. I've said this multiple times. He's like, he, he he's like one of those guys that has the whole train, the whole model train set up in the basement, right? 
I've made this analogy before. That's him. He's just, he's, this is just his hobby. He, if he wants to buy a new locomotive, he can do that. If he wants to buy new tracks, he can do that. Um, and he realizes the more that he puts into this hobby, the more he's going to get. And that's awesome. And he's a Mets fan. You don't think he wants to see Shohei Otani as a Met? <laughs> you don't think so? I think so. Um, so it's, it's awesome. It is just awesome that not only do we have a rich owner, but like I said, he's so rich, he's not in it to make a profit. I'm pretty sure he made a profit over the last year. Improving the team to, to make it a 101-win team it is helped in and of itself. You know, whether whether it's the, um, you know, the, the amazing signings like Scherzer or Lentor or whatever. It's just the fact that you turn this team from a 77-win team to a 101-win team. No matter what pieces you had, whether they're, they're big, uh, sexy names or not, right? That adds a lot to it. That adds to attendance. That adds to, the, to, to overall morale of the fans. And the spirit of, hey, we won 100 games last year. That is impressive. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm so happy that this is just his hobby, right? You hear all the stories of him, uh, buying art pieces, him with the, uh, with Guy Fieri, or him with, um, buying the houses and outbidding other people on houses when they tried to bribe him and stuff like that. Like, all these stories, and that applies here, too, because... I mean, we are a winning organization now. And the goal was to keep it sustainable. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're, we're trying. That's what it is. A lot of these teams, their fans are complaining. They're not trying. The Red Sox are not trying. They're not trying. They let Bogarts walk. They were like the sixth best offer for their own guy. They were the sixth best offer. Right? These teams are complaining, but they're not trying. They're not putting in the money. You know? <laughs> so, it is what it is. They can be mad all they want. They should be mad at their own owners because they're not putting in money. Um, right? A lot of teams, even even this offseason, a lot of teams have not done anything. Dodgers haven't done anything. Um Yankees got judged, and that's it. They haven't done anything else. Giants have done nothing. Atlanta's done nothing, right? A lot of these teams have done nothing, and we've just gotten all of the big free agents, or most of them, <laughs> right? That's what we've done. So, you know what? They can complain, but I think... Let's see how this goes. I think we are... I personally, I think we're off to a good, you know, a good team, a good start for the year. I think, um, I think we've got all of our big pieces. I don't think we're going to sign Radon, or I don't think we're going to sign Correa. Um, there are a lot of rumors that we're going to sign Correa, but to me, that doesn't really make sense. He's probably going to get like an eight plus year deal probably like 10 years or something like that. The Giants are in on him. The Twins are in on him. That's fine. I, I don't expect us to do that. We don't really have a place for him to play. He'd play at third base, I guess. Um, 
which he could do. It's just why would we pay a shortstop to play at third base? Because someone's going to pay him for his defense. He has great defense. So as much as I love Correa to happen, if you have Correa, if Correa happens, this is an awesome offseason. This is the, the best offseason like, possible. This is amazing. I don't think it's going to happen, and that's fine. I think we are a good team enough. Um, we're enough of a good team without Correa. But obviously, if we get him, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'm really not going to complain, and that would be the best infield in baseball. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it really needs to happen. Um, you know, I think we're done with the big-name guys. Not that there's many of them, because we already cleaned up. We already, we already got most of them. Uh, but, you know, I think we're, we're not going to get Rodon. We're not going to get Correa. We're not going to get Swanson. So... I, th I think we're done with that respect, but I, I think I said this earlier in the episode. I think maybe a bullpen arm here or there, maybe a bench guy, maybe a, a fourth outfielder. Um, I'd like a Michael Conforto, right? Michael Conforto is a fourth outfielder. Platoon him with Canna. Uh, Wait, isn't is Canna lefty? I forgot. Um, but is he? How did I forget that? No, he's a righty. So there you go. Perfect. You have a righty, lefty. You can platoon those two. If you get Conforto, you're taking the risk on Conforto. Um, so I like that. Um, so to wrap this up, wrap this all up, I know, kind of started with Kodai Senga, but I love the Kodai Senga um, signing. Um, I think he's a great pitcher, and you're going to get the prime years. He's 30 years old. You get him for five years or three. Thir three at least. You're getting him till he's 33. Five if he doesn't. You get him to 35 if he doesn't opt out. Um, I love this signing. Not only because it's great, right? He, he fits the need that we have, right? We needed a third starter, and you could be a third starter, but also because the potential of he could be better than a third starter and he'll be our third starter because the potential of next year he could be our fourth starter and could be like a number two at our fourth position <laughs> you know that's great um so that's why i love this kodai, kodai senga i think he's a great pitcher i've seen his stuff he looks great and like i said it just needs to be kind of that average guy right he just needs to be bassett and if he's anything better that's awesome but I also love this signing, not only because I think it's a good risk to take, but because I think it's a sign that things in the future are just going to get better, right? We're not going to, you know, we're not going to stop signing guys. I think we're, like I said, I think we're done for this semester, this, not semester, this offseason. I think we're done with the big guys. Again, not that there are many left. But I think our chances at getting Otani just shot way up. They, I think they really did. Um, especially if we win 100 games this year, um, right? If we win 100 games this year again, or, or you know, take the NLE's title this year, our chances go up again. <laughs> you know, don't you think Otani wants to be on a playoff team? He's never been to the playoffs with the Angels, and I think he probably does. I don't know. It's just fun. It is fun to think about the future here and and the fact that we have this really rich owner who's willing to spend and really to, willing to do these things for the fans is awesome and 
I love it so much. So yeah, two two thumbs up for me from for the Kodai Senga uh, signing, and I would say I would suggest, as much as I really want Otani to be a Met, I would not expect it because you don't know what can happen. Anything can happen. Like I said, he could get traded, and that team extends him, just like Lindor happened, um, and you don't expect that. I I wouldn't expect Shohei Otani. I wouldn't like. Hold out hope that we're absolutely, without a doubt, going to sign him. I would just say, I think our chances went up in signing him. That's what I would say. I feel good that we have a really good chance at signing him. That he will want to be here. Like I said, especially if we're a winning team. Especially if, you know, we don't have to win 100 games again. We just have to be a winning team and, and be like 90 plus wins. And don't you think that's going to help? That's going to help attract him here? I think so. So yeah, love the Senga signing. I love the potential future that it sets up. So, yeah, I, I think we have a really good 2023 team. I think the team's awesome. People are worried about the offense. Remember, this is the offense that won 100 games. I mentioned it before. Lesson Marte was out of it for most of it. Uh, not most of it. The end, the end, you know, month or two, Marte was hurt and was out of it. Um... We're going to have Vogelback in there instead of Dom Smith for half the year. Uh, we're going to have either Beatty or Escobar or, or Alvarez at DH instead of um, JD for half the year. Right, This team is better. We've upgraded. I don't care what people say. There are Braves fans. There are Yankees fans. There are people out there saying it's crazy that the Mets spent all this money and they've not upgraded. We've upgraded. We have. Justin Verlander pitched more games last year. Then thou who shall not be named. Um, that, that he had, he just did. He has eighteen wins. The other guy had five. That's an upgrade. That that is an upgrade. Senga potentially could be an upgrade for Bassett, Quintana, and and Walker. I would say is kind of like a wash, but you know, I I think we've upgraded a little bit. And and do we really need to upgrade that much? I don't know because the playoffs are a crapshoot. They really are. There, let's just get there again. Let's build a team. Let's fill in the holes that for the free agents on our team are, are making. You know, the Bassets, the, the Nimos, and and all those players, Diaz, who are free agents. Um, let's fill those holes, and let's go at it again. Because the postseason is, like I said, it's a gamble. It's a crapshoot. It's random. You just got to guarantee that you make it, and you never know what can happen. We saw that this year with the Phillies. The Phillies were a wild card team. Objectively, the Mets and the Braves were better than the Phillies. The Mets went like 14-2 and two against the Phillies, objectively better than the Phillies. Uh, so were the Braves. But the Phillies made it to the World Series, and those other two teams didn't. So you just got to make it, and you never know what can happen. I, I think of the 2019 Nationals. Right? Another really good example. I hate it because I don't like the Nationals, but I love that example because I think it is the perfect ex- example of they were like the worst team to make it to the postseason, and they won it all. We just got to make it. That's all we got to do. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited. I've, I've babbled on for enough here. Love the Senga signing. I love the 2023 team. I think we're going to get small additions here or there. But that's great. I love the potential for 2024. 2024, just 
that's going to make me smile. If, if it actually happens, I'm buying his jersey, I'm doing everything. I'm going all out, all out Otani, if that, that happens. So, yeah, thank you for watching. And as always, let's go Mets.